When the time had fully come, God sent his son. Tonight is the night we celebrate his birth. In 2017, the animated movie The Star came out. The tagline for that movie was this, witness the story of the first Christmas through a whole new set of eyes. The whole new set of eyes that it was talking about were the eyes of the animals as they helped Mary and Joseph get from Nazareth to Bethlehem and helped with the birth of the baby Jesus. Now, this film does take some artistic license to, to share how that exactly would have happened. But I think the overall point that they make is pretty important and is true to the story. It does a good job of reminding us why Christmas is so important. Perhaps seeing Christmas through a whole new set of eyes can be a good thing from time to time. So that we don't miss something so that we don't miss something important. All night we've been hearing what makes Christmas such a big deal. Throughout our service, throughout our readings and our songs, what makes Christmas such a big deal is not the presents under the tree, whether they be many or few. It's not the family that's able to get together. It's not the, the rest and the relaxation that you're able to enjoy, although those are all very good things. The big deal about Christmas is what God told Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's what God prophesied through Isaiah. It's what God announced to the shepherds by angels. And it answers the question that's on the front of your worship folder. The what child is this? When God spoke to Adam and Eve, when Isaiah prophesied to the Israelites, when the angels foretold to the shepherds, they were telling us exactly what this child was. This child is heaven's greatest gift. That's why we give others gifts this time of year, isn't it? As a reminder of what God has given to us. And maybe you think about the gifts that you have given in the past or the gifts that you have received and you kind of, you pick out some of those gifts. You might say that is the perfect gift for that special someone. But sometimes you're not always able to get that perfect gift. And even if you are, then there's the pressure the next year to get another perfect gift for that person. But God doesn't have such a problem. For all of God's gifts are good. But the best gift, the best gift that there ever was, the best gift that there is, and the best gift there ever will be is heaven's best gift given on Christmas. That's what we're after. The reason for this gift was made clear in our first reading. I know it was a long time ago, but it was from Genesis chapter 3, where God reminded Adam and Eve that because they rebelled against him, because they disobeyed him, they would die. Just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, so also death came to all men, because all sinned. Our sins 
and our impending death is the reason why this world is the way it is today. It's the reason why the world needed saving. And so for every time that you turn on the TV and you see the latest calamity unfolding, for every time you you see the hurt, the pain, and the misery in other people's faces, for all those times where you feel overwhelmed, pressured, angry, or frustrated, anytime you're asked or you ask God the question, where are you, God, in this life, all you need to do is look to that manger in Bethlehem that night and remember heaven's perfect gift. Because the darkness of sin is overwhelming. The darkness of this world is overwhelming. Yet God pierced through the darkness with an even more overwhelming light. It was heaven's best gift that came to bring a peace, a peace between God and man, a peace that means there will be nothing to fear. Think about what that world would be like, where you wouldn't have to be afraid of anything. You wouldn't have to worry about anything. That's the world in which God gave heaven's perfect gift. Now maybe think back on some of the gifts that you have either received or given, whether it be Christmas time or birthdays or anniversaries. Some of those best gifts. Has anyone actually ever given their spouse a car like those TV commercials always say? Maybe. Maybe you've given another expensive gift like a laptop or a phone, hoverboard. And when you have a special gift like that, when, when you have a gift that, that costs a lot of money or that is very precious, what is our tendency to do? We want to kind of protect that investment, don't we? We want to make sure that the gift doesn't break right away. We want to put it in a special spot. Although not a gift, I can remember when we purchased our new-to-us minivan And driving home from the dealership, I was white-knuckling it on the steering wheel because I did not want anything to happen on that first drive home. And yet that's kind of how we handle these precious gifts. With a gift from heaven, we might think that such a special gift would have a special place, a palace, a temple, somewhere protected, somewhere safe somewhere honored. But God places his gift in the most unlikely place. It's far from earthly power. It's far from the religious power. And apart from the angels announcing this birth, it was heralded by virtually no one. In other words, it didn't look like all that special of a gift. And yet that's how God works. He uses the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He uses the humble things of the world to shame the proud. And heaven's best gift was given in earth's most unlikely place. And he does that for you and for me. He does that to show that this gift is for everyone. That he loves and he cares for us. Because of that child, born in Bethlehem and placed in a manger, you never need to wonder if God is there for you because he is. Because this little child 
born in Bethlehem, is more than just a child. He is true God himself, God from God, light from light, very God from very God. He cares enough about you to live in this world, to go through everything that you have gone through, all to save us from our sins. This is heaven's greatest gift, given in earth's unlikeliest place. Amen.